So let it be clear in your mind, as clearly as you can make it. What are you going to do? And why? What is it that your mind naturally finds to be an object of concern? So what is of concern in your mind right now, in your life? Don't worry about how right or wrong it should be, how righteous it should be. What is what is it that you find yourself naturally concerned about? Whether it is very personal, dealing only with you, or whether it is something that you see happening somewhere else, or somewhere close to you. But you find your mind naturally concerned about it, naturally seeking a resolution. So you are the person of that concern and you are seeking to enter sacred inner space so you can find a actual resolution, an actual resolve. Let your mind think along this line and feel the determination arising within you. Continue until you feel your relationship with this concern is of a strong determination to do something. And a strong measure of conviction that entering that sacred space is the means of finding that resolution. doesn't have to be a hundred percent conviction, but some measure of conviction that lends you enough power to actually act. And let that determination gain strength, let it gain momentum until you actually start to feel it physically. Some sort of needing to do, welling up within your body.
take him on that surge, that urge to do something, rather than make it, make the body act or become active, but rather use that energy to help you enter into that sacred space. by constantly redirecting it with the thought entering that sacred space is the actual most definite means to address your concern. determination to that resolution. Just hold on to it and let your consciousness hover over the body, sensing any hint, any any measure of tranquility in the environment around you, somewhere in your body, in your mind not expecting it to be in any, in any specific place, but just open to it, wherever it may appear, wherever it may manifest. And holding on to that determination, linking whatever measure of tranquility, whatever measure of something that is related to that inner sacred space. Once you've made that connection, and that your awareness now let go of the awareness of the environment, not pushing it away. Just now, let your consciousness hover more over the body. And let the body guide you as to how best to position the body journey to that sacred inner space can be as smooth and as uninterrupted as possible. And you will feel connected now to a sense of tranquility of the body. you proceed before anything becomes an, 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 makes itself into an obstacle just tell yourself whatever your senses pick up you will use it as a means to even deepen your sense of tranquility 
and start to feel a sense of tranquility within the body. Then bring your attention to just the legs. Not trying to do anything, just holding on to your determination while your attention is at around the legs. to the arms and hands, and stay with the arms and hands until there's some sense of tranquility, some palpable sense of tranquility felt with the arms and hands. And bring that consciousness, holding on to your determination, now to the torso and the back. to the head and neck.
gently down to the breath. Be palpably aware of the connection you've made with the sense of tranquility. And continue your mindfulness on the progress, the deepening of that sense of tranquility. experience the deepening of that same tranquility. Continue to observe the breath. Adding the intention to keep the flow of your awareness on the breath unbroken. Which doesn't mean that nothing else comes into the field of your awareness. What it means is that no matter what comes within the field of your awareness, you don't lose the awareness of the breath. Just observing the breath in this way, with this attitude. Not trying to control it, not trying to force anything, not trying to force your mind to focus, not trying to chase away distractions. Deepens the sense of tranquility, the experience of tranquility. And you actually feel perhaps the sense of tranquility is permeating the body, how points of tension and discomfort are dissolving into that tranquility, deepening its experience.
continue this way until there is a palpable, equally palpable perception of mental tranquility. <coughs> In the same palpable way, you sense the tranquility within the body, in the breath, and even in the very beginning, a sense of tranquility in your environment, in your surrounding. Let there be an equally palpable perception of what can be distinguished as a mental tranquility. or a decision to continue to experience this ever-deepening tranquility. And within perceiving, experiencing this tranquility, bring your attention the space in front of you at the level of your eyebrows. And again, bring back your determination with strength. Let the strength of your determination further enhance the sense of tranquility. And let the sense of tranquility make the determination stronger and clearer. within this ever-deepening sense of ease, this measure of tranquility, as you are being attentive to the space in front of you. Now recall your infallible guide, the infallible means through which you will definitely achieve the objective of your determination. Express your gratitude, your reverence,
strong determination. Turn away from those behaviors of body, speech, and mind that only obstruct you from achieving your aim and to make an equally strong determination to take on the behaviors that will actually help you achieve your aim, the aim of your determination. connecting you to your infallible guide, we ask for strength and guidance. sufficiently purified to a certain degree, now allow the mighty river of love and compassion to start coming in through first thinking in ways that brings about the sense of sympathy for those who have similar difficulties just in considering their difficulties let sympathy come let the trickle of sympathy let it continue to flow until it becomes a wave until that wave becomes compassion 
feeling the surge of that wave, the power of that compassion directed towards your purpose. again to the sense of the presence of your infallible guide in front of you and bring that presence to the crown of your head out of a wish to be closer some way the bright presence of that infallible guide in above your head. Whose, radi- whose radiance is both purifying you and strengthening you.
Okay, now bring your attention back to the physical breath. The breath that has substance, weight, temperature. And through your awareness of that, become aware of the body that has weight, substance. Mostly male on this side. And <laughs> <laughs> Was this organically? Uh <laughs> okay. Well, I was away for like. Didn't seem to be that long, right? <laughs> uh, I think it was two weeks, maybe longer. <laughs> Something must be setting, like transmitting uh, subconscious uh, signals to people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, interesting. Left, right. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, now we are approaching a, a, a topic that is. Uh, I find myself lacking the ability to to be able to talk clearly about. Not that I talk clearly about anything, but this one. <laughs> this one I lack even more ability. I, I have less ability to be able to talk about this one because this one is very dear to me. Uh, I'm... I'm of the personality when something is very dear to me, I keep it secret because I'm afraid of people you know, messing it, messing with it mm-hmm. because I don't want to be I don't want to be upset people <laughs> 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 messing with something that I hold dear. Okay, so I keep it away from people, so I don't even have to go to I have to go there. Okay. So we spent uh, a lot of time just becoming familiar with the state of meditation itself. And is what I'm referring to, or what I'm pointing to, from from uh, the teachings of the Buddha, from the teachings of the enlightened ones. Call them whatever you want to call them. It's the place where they do actual work. Okay, so we want to get to that place so we can do actual spiritual work. Until you get to that place, 
I'm going to keep saying this over and over again, you're not really doing any actual spiritual work. You're getting yourself ready to do it. Okay? And that is meditative state. You have to train yourself to get there. So, now that you become somewhat familiar with that state, now we're we exercising, actually doing some work. And the work that uh, I would like us to start doing Uh, let me give a little history about why I'm thinking of this. Uh, I think it may have started uh, some years ago when there was a lot of gloom in the air, uh, more gloom than usual. And it seemed like it was like a, a, a what do you call that? The like a prediction of some of even more that that's coming, and from my perspective, what I saw was uh, 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 even though there was this incredible, beautiful movement taking place, there was also this equally ugly movement taking place side by side, and it seems like the ugly movement is getting more press than the beautiful movement. And because of that, it, may, it might give us the sense that the ugly movement is really, that's what's really happening. And you might feel uh, completely alone in, in, uh, in your uh, connection with that beautiful movement that, that you, may, you may have noticed. Uh, then, uh, while doing the, uh, while doing the time that I was away, uh, I came across a news that was absolutely disturbing to me. Um, and I thought that, wow, this is like the sign. Like, you know, it can be worse than, than this. Uh, and I felt ashamed that it wasn't like something that just happened and I happened to become, I became aware of it. Something that's been going on for some time and now I'm aware of it. And I felt ashamed that I didn't know about it before and that I'm now knowing about it and I'm uh, really feeling anxious, feeling a need to do something. And usually when you're, someone is on a spiritual path, uh, you enter the spiritual path because you, in the beginning you felt like this is something concrete to do, something to deal with what I'm dealing with in a profound, real way. But after some time, especially when you become a career, somewhat spiritual person. You know, after some few years, you've been, ex you've been doing this and that, studying this and that, practicing this and that. And we're not as aware of the power that we are connected with. We're not as aware of the power that we are developing. And because of that, when some situation comes that demands action, we put the spirituality aside we say, well, no, this is nice and cute, but it can't deal with this. So we have to do something unspiritual because that's what's needed to really take care of this. And when we do that, we completely, you know, uh, whether we are consciously aware of it or not, somewhere within our mind, we are, we are sort of like sending uh, mixed signals. Here you are 
doing these crazy, stupid-looking things that are called spiritual. You don't mind looking stupid and not even weird doing them. And because you, 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 you're doing them, you're considering them because somehow you thought there's some sort of power in there. And yet when it comes time for action, you put them aside and you do something else. Okay. It's like you're telling yourself, I don't really have faith in this. I'm not really, I'm not really convinced that this is something that has any power. I am give, I'm doing it a favor by associating myself with it. It's a cute little thing, you know, cute furry, you know, it's weak. Somebody has to stick for it. But when it comes to real action, you know, I, I know what, what, what I need to do. I, I go to the, the, the real guy, the real, the real power. Okay. And we go back, sorry, you know. <laughs> I was really protecting you by trying to destroy, by destroying you. <laughs> uh, so enough abstract talk. Uh, Uh, this, this somewhat also uh, uh, an opening for me to to see how a bit of a a bit biased I was, a bit blinded I, I was, uh, biased to that. I was thinking, well, everybody's crazy except Buddhists. <laughs> I used to. I, mean, I was convinced of it. It seemed like I'm, when I'm when I see. The world, the world is sort of uh, reinforcing uh, this. Yeah, everybody's crazy except Buddhists. Uh, and then I, 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 I don't want to be uh, biased. I don't want to be what's that sectarian. I say, well, Buddhists. I, so I sort of generalize Buddhism to include, you know, whenever you're good, okay, no, that's that's because of the Buddhism. <laughs> 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 Somehow you get infected with Buddhism without even knowing. <laughs> <laughs> And the the tragedy, the I mean, the uh, the alarming thing that I came to know, uh, you probably know about it already, but uh, I'm sorry that I, you know, I just came to know this, and now I'm I'm moved by it, is that uh, I mean it's 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 always. Uh, Disturbing when someone u- takes a beautiful philosophy, a beautiful uh, teaching, and somehow uh, distorts it in such a way to carry on, um, you know, com- things that are completely against this philosophy. So here's my biasness. I thought, well, Buddhism is definitely immune to that. No one can take Buddhism and distort it in any way. It's just undistortable. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's what I came to, uh, came to. Uh, came to know that there are people doing exactly that. And I don't know how uh, deeply upsetting that is for you, but for me it's deeply upsetting to know that some of these people are supposed to be the representations of our hearts. Some of these people are supposed to be the symbols of peace even though they may not be, but just they've taken on an appearance to remind us of those things, to remind us of our hearts, to remind us of those who have achieved peace, those who have conquered the demons within us. They are advocating things which are completely anti-peace, 
completely anti, uh, and it seems in their own mind that they're actually doing something spiritual, that they're protecting that little kid who's weak. Now it's, it's uh, come under attack, or they see attack, and now we have to protect it. And it doesn't have power, we have to do this to protect it. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this is, uh, this is upsetting to me. <laughs> uh, I have this very beautiful uh, co-worker, and uh, he's a very spiritual person. He's following a different uh, tradition, completely, completely, but. Is even though he's following his tradition very beautifully, very devotedly, he's very open to just spirituality itself. And he was alarmed by something that some 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 lie that somebody was a lot of people were spreading. And he knew he knew that I was someone who is a Buddhist, and he and and he showed it to me and he said, "Is this true?" And of course, it was a lie. Someone took the picture of the monks in after the earthquake in Tibet when that big the big earthquake the thousands of people died and no thousands of people died all at once and these are uh, Buddhists and the, the monks came gathered all the bodies into a, a mass cremation and these are poor people of course some of them you know, they, they don't dress them up put, put them in fine Find clothes in order, to, in order to do their to do their cremation. Someone took a, someone took that image and said, "Look what they've done! They've killed those people, those monks." And I was appalled that somebody would think to to even throw it out there that monks could do such things. And that's that's gone. And I realize now why it's the after this thing I just discovered why whoever started this. Lie was putting those uh, was sticking that lie to that image was because of something that's actually happening somewhere else where uh, you already know probably I'm just now knowing about it uh, <laughs> and one of them actually I don't know how that person can even find uh, I don't know the strength to even utter these words, I am the Buddhist bin Laden. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's like saying, I don't know, it's like darkness saying, I will shine on you or something to me. I'm the Buddhist bin Laden. And he's, you know, working people up, inciting them, preaching to them to, to do violence. So that was very disturbing to me. And when I finally came to that, I said, okay, that's it. No, no, that's, no. Since 1999, you heard that the, end, the world was going to come to an end. I said, well, in 2013, the world didn't come to an end. And I said, oh, now the world is by definitely going to come to an end. <laughs> a Buddhist monk is going around saying, I'm the Buddhist, I'm the Buddhist uh, Ben Laden. And it got me to think about, I entered this because I felt connected to a, 
power. Now I feel like I need to do something. What am I going to do? Am I going to say, well, no, okay, you're very nice. Stay here for a while while I do some real stuff. Okay. Now, this is where it, it gets um, my very long introduction to, to present my baby to you. <laughs> my very precious. And I want you to uh, even look at it funny. <laughs> okay. I want you to reconnect to that conviction. And stay connect, connected with that conviction that brought you on the spiritual path. And then continue to remind yourself of that conviction. And it is that it is not just some weak sentimental uh, thought. You have to think of it as a reality. That love is mighty. I'm not saying it just so that you can, you know, decorate some uh, hallmark card, you know, you know some <laughs> nice words of love is mighty. But to really connect with it in a way that you feel compelled to action, and the action that you must exercise is love. With a determination and a conviction that it will bring about a result. It's not just a nice little feeling that you f that makes your heart feel you know, warm, warm uh, sometimes. It's not some weak power in the universe that needs your protection. It's a real power to bring about change. And when you're in a situation that demands action, connect with that first before you act. Let it be the source that guides your action. Don't put it aside, well, this is not the time for love, love is cute, and go aside, this is the time for a real action. Okay. Don't, don't fall into that. When someone is... Uh, confronting you in such a way that it's demanding a reaction from you, react from love. Don't react from, 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 from love with a sense of I'm afraid kind of reaction, but really feel connected to a power. Uh, I don't know, what's, what's more powerful than the word power? Uh, think of it that way. Okay? Like a real mighty force that you're connected with. And then act from that. And, then be, and have complete conviction that it will take care of it, things. Don't let that, <clears throat> that deceiving demon called anger whisper in your ears. Don't let it convince you. Don't let, don't let it, make it make you think that 
I am the power. Let that little baby uh, go to sleep. Let's let's do some action that's gonna do, that's gonna get you what, what you really gonna want. Okay. Let's break some stuff. Let's break some bones. That's how you get stuff done. Don't listen to anger. Don't don't or let it be. Don't let it convince you. That's what's needed to be done. Rather, let see what what action will love will ask you to do. And sometimes. Just connecting with that itself will, and you, and if you want to uh, uh, go demonstrate it, you can go and demonstrate it because um, I don't believe in in spirituality that has no, uh, no, that cannot have any. Uh, what do you call that? Grounding. Yeah. Not just grounding, but you know, tangible. Tangible. Yeah, that gives you tangible results. Okay, it's not just for the abstract. It's not just. It's not just for the sake of you know filling papers and books. Okay, actual in the world result. Okay. So. Your experiment. When you're confronted with something, you're confronted with a need to act. Connect, with 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 the sense of love. Connect with that conviction that brought you on the spiritual path, that love is power. And just connect with that thought. And then be sensitive to how it is affecting your surrounding. You can deliberate, you can immediately start to see how this is affecting your immediate surrounding. I'm not talking about in a fantasized way where you, where you, you know, imagine that it's doing something but it's actually doing something, and you can perceive it. You can see how people are changing around you, how the environment is feeling around you, just holding on to that. Okay. So, so start doing that so that you can have your mind directly perceive evidence. Yes, you were right when you thought that love was might that brought you on the path. Okay. Even though uh, a lot of action, a lot of uh, action that seems to bring about results are not uh, are mostly done out of anger, and that seems to what seems to be driving uh, uh, responses that seem to be uh, bring about results. Don't let that convince you, okay? And don't let it, especially, don't let it take over your action. Don't let it become your motivating. Action. Okay. <coughs> I was thinking about, okay, how do I react to this? I feel, I feel like, uh, you know, this thing that's happening. So I have to do something. I have to do something. I thought of, okay, I should start a internet uh, petition or something, or start a blog, or write an article, or uh, I feel like I need to do something. Not that these things in themselves are, are either powerful or not powerful, but the thing is, what will be driving these actions? 
would I, in order to uh, save, in order to um, uh, to demonstrate that I am that I feel that uh, something sacred was violated, do I do I now go into the realm of of uh, no, of what's that? Sacrilege, sacrilege, sacrilege. Mm. Yeah. No, you see this happening a lot, and especially when you feel the need. I now I definitely need to do something. When you come up with that, I need to do something. That's when we find ourselves abandoning our real beliefs. We take on something else. And that's where conviction comes in. We have to arrive at a point where we have conviction that love is mighty. And that's why I ask you to do these exercises. Uh, when you're sitting in the, in, the, in the bus or sitting in the, in, the, uh, in the subway, when you're walking around, hold on to that. Feel connected to that power. And then see, let your eyes see, let your senses pick, see how it's changing. Okay, so that you can gain the conviction. So that when the time comes for action, you don't find yourself going to the other conviction. But you actually now find an opportunity to exercise love. Rather than put it aside, you're a weak little thing, you know, it's not your, you can't, you can't act here, let the real actor come, okay? Don't, don't let that happen. Okay. Huh. Okay, so, how do we get this, uh, how do we get, make, how do we, make this connection. So, we are, now we have uh, almighty uh, omniscient Google. You can Google for uh, examples that can tell you, oh yeah, that's that proof, the might of love. Uh, I, I've seen some uh, clips of like wild animals demonstrating love. But now that's sometimes I'm very moving because here's this animal that, you know, complete projection on it is wild and completely, com completely uh, 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 motivated by anger. And yet, here's an animal in a situation demonstrating love. Okay. Like, uh, there's this, uh, I heard there's this story about this animal that was once abused, abused for a long time. So you know what happens when an animal gets abused? It becomes very abusive to others. And this animal who was abused, very abused, got, uh, was uh, taken in, adopted by this, sh uh, this shelter or this couple. And they took care of this animal, they accepted this animal, and when this animal grew up, the animal now became, uh, he would, the animal would go out to find injured animal and bring them in. 
And, it was, and it's not like it looked only for its kind. It looked for whatever animal was injured. He would bring that an, it would bring that animal in. And then you can see that animal said, like, you know, pouring love into the, the one who was injured. Okay. Now, Uh, so, uh, get to the conviction that love is mighty. Keep showing yourself, keep showing your senses, signs and proof that it is. And when you're in a situation where action is demanded of you, first connect with love and let and just pay attention and let see if love let allow it to guide you your actions. Okay, that's the thing we're going to be doing outside of the meditation. Now, within the meditation, get into sacred inner space, however deep you can go in there. And once you're in there, begin with actual sympathy. Just begin with, the, with sympathy. Let your heart feel actual sympathy for those who are in, a, in situations that are really uh, troubling, troubling to you, or situations that uh, you or yourself are. Uh, uh, suffering from and, le- and allow your heart to go to someone else and feel just begin with sympathy okay and when you when the sympathy has grown to a sufficient strength then allow it to grow to become then you, yeah then you will start to be aware of uh, uh, experiencing love in a way that is palpable, because you're able to feel the sympathy, it's palpable, but sometimes when we get to love, it's sort of like difficult to call, difficult to feel at will, so to speak, right? So you you should be able to bring yourself to the level where love is not just a sound, it's not just a word, it's not just an abstract, but it's an actual experience, okay? That way you can draw upon it uh, more the, the, uh, more more often than than uh, other times. Okay. All right. So that's it. <laughs> so the love comes from the conviction of something that we overcome in our lives. Mm. Uh, no, it's. making a heart-to-heart connection with another. And that heart-to-heart connection, the other can be you as the other. Mm. The way love is defined is uh, uh, wishing another to be happy. So you can take that definition as your sort of like your your guide, so to speak. But don't don't stick with the don't stick with the words, okay? Really, I mean, everyone uh, has uh, an experience of where they can say that they have love for something or for someone. So try to connect with that and let the experience uh, define itself. 
so I guess the way I, the way I'm describing it, it's I'm looking for a more powerful word than power. <laughs> uh, it's that powerful source that brings about true beneficial results. All right, so let's get to it. So first, recall the sense of ease that you experienced before, and try to connect with it, and let it permeate your being. Simply recall it. Sensing this, the tranquility, go back to that bright presence of your infallible guide above your head. Feeling that presence above your head, make a strong aspiration to enter sacred space. And within that sacred space, to cultivate that might called love, to connect with it. Bring that presence, that bright presence, into the very center of your heart. And once there, then try to connect to love through sympathy. 
And if you can already summon the full sense, the full perception of love, then just stay with it. Observe it. Feel its power.
really feel the tranquility and the level of silence and permeate that silence, that tranquility with the sympathy or with love, palpable, perceptible love. slowly radiated outward that whoever comes into your mind that that sense of sympathy that sense of love continue to be felt almost like radiating cloud or an orb of light and this light this orb of light this cloud is love itself manifesting in some physical way. And when it touches someone, you feel love, you feel sympathy for them. And it continues to spread, radiating. comes into the feel of your mind, into your thought, that person, that being is enveloped by that orb, by that cloud.
permission to leave the meditation. Having the intention to take with you this power to connect with it, to relate with others, still staying connected with it. attention back to the breath. Feel the physical breath, the temperature, the weight. And then become aware of the body through the breath. whatever moment of time you were able to hold on to a clear, definite sense of love. That was considered that to have been a powerful accumulation. So dedicate that power Think of your concerns and dedicate it to that. Oh, yeah. I didn't understand that. Oh, you missed it. <laughs> <laughs>